was like till I had my own apartment. Like that's <laughs> when I started like being like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy gushers. This is amazing. I never truly appreciated the taste of a pizza roll until someone gave me a fake pizza roll. Oh right! Oh <laughs> like, my gosh! <laughs> it was one of the worst tasting things I've ever had. It is too, isn't it? It's like, how do you fuck up a pizza roll, man? Or um, I had a fake uh, hot pocket. It cooked, and then there was nothing inside it because it just disintegrated. Dude, it's it's <laughs> like you didn't put in a high enough quality ingredient to handle like radiation from the microwave, so it just dissolves into oblivion. Welcome to the Couch Rolls Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Das Bruce. How you doing, man? Not too bad. How about yourself? Pretty good. What you been up to? Dude, it's been crazy just with everything going on. But the biggest thing, I've, with it being such a slow season, I've been watching a ton of movies. Okay. What you been watching? I mean, outside of like some of those, like, I feel like I watched it like three times now. I'm Wait, not, the new I'm, it? Yeah, I'm obsessed with that movie. So why? I, I don't know. I think it's because I haven't seen a good scary movie in so many years. Okay, well, this movie kind of like it just it works for me. What was the last good scary movie you remember seeing? That's the problem. I don't remember. I would say uh, the Evil Dead remake was my last scary movie that I was like, damn, that was good. Yeah, I honestly, I I, I struggle to think of a good horror movie that's come out probably in the last ten years that that I left a theater be like, wow, that was actually. Like I remember, I saw not Cabin Fever. What was the uh, Cabin in the Woods? Okay. I like I went into that thing that was gonna be a really great movie. It was like really spoofy and fun, and I did not expect that, and it made it good. Yeah. Because it kind of defied my expectations, but I didn't leave saying that was a good horror movie. It just it's weird. I have not seen a good scary movie. I would say that there's I don't know there's there's a couple good horror movies that I would classify. Um, definitely Evil Dead remake because that is yeah, just that, awesome. That, that, that was good. I would default to Twenty Eight Days Later. Twenty Eight Days Later is dude, good. That, that's more than ten years old. Yeah, that's true. I just more recently, even the zombie stuff. When everyone jumped on the zombie kick, yeah. I felt like everything got better except for movies. Yeah, like Left for Dead, the video that. game was fantastic. You had a couple. You had the Walking that was Dead also TV show like that was over great. ten years ago, man. I, but then you have the Walking Dead comic that's still going strong. Yeah. It's just crazy that Robert all, Kirkman. all platforms of media are doing good with zombies except movies. Like it, it just seemed crazy. And then all the other like it got to, like the early two thousands. I felt like it was all that torture porn stuff. Like where it was. It was just every movie was about Eli Roth. Yeah. Saw. I mean, saw, all the yeah. Saw movies. People put in a predicament, which probably explain the word torture porn because I don't think it, it's basically it. making a movie that torturing people makes you either afraid or you enjoy watching it either way it's still messed it's, up. it's it's the gore it's the it's the allure of it's like you want to look you want to look away but you can't so it just kind of captivates you with fear but i don't think anyone uses that yeah. term anymore uh, well, so was, if you're to say it, it, that but it, people but, are it, probably, but it fits that early 2000 term i know that's what they would they used for but you got to remember early 2002 uh internet searches were not so weird so if you're talking about movies oh. <laughs> people are like i like horror movies and then they go home and try to look up torture <laughs> porn <laughs> It definitely was, saw would not be the first thing that yeah, pops up. No, I guarantee you'd be like, hmm, what's this site like? But speaking of torture, I uh, I also went and saw Wrinkle in Time this weekend. <laughs> that's that's the new torture porn. It's definitely torture. Yeah, something. Okay, I saw that you were hating on that something fierce. What oh were man, you, dude, why? I, first of all, I didn't really want to see it. It's a remake too, right? No, it's not a remake. It's a it's an adap- adaptation of a book. Pretty and sure I that was, they already made that. If they did, they should have never. They should have never went back to it. So I went and see this because I got free tickets to it, 
I, I randomly won some free tickets. I thought, great, my daughter wants where'd to you, see Where did you get the tickets from? Was it like Celebration Cinema or? was giving out free tickets online. You are like part of every single like movie club thing and I just... Is it really a problem to like free stuff? No. I didn't think so. But, so I, I see this movie for free. I'm going in pretty low expectations. I was like, okay, I've seen Narnia. I've seen all these other like kid movies and I'm like, this this should be all right. As I'm watching it, I, I slowly get my, like, my fists start to clench. I start to get so mad that I'm sitting in that theater because so many things are wrong with that movie. And I'm sorry, but not, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I'm just going to tell everyone now, please don't see this movie. This movie deserves to do terrible. Just a signal to Disney never to touch this property ever again. Dude, I'm telling you, like, okay, I'm pretty sure, because Disney has a good habit of doing, like, straight to video or like tv movies and everything i'm pretty sure it was a tv movie at one point in time either way i mean they do some good pretty good tv movies okay because uh herbie the love bug one movie that they never put out was herbie the love bug and it was a made for uh tv movie had yeah, bruce campbell Lin- in it no they did it had Lindsay lohan in it no that doesn't count that's uh, that's it, not so it's about, about a beetle named herbie with Lindsay lohan that was an actual in theater (laughs) movie though i'm talking about the made for tv one with bruce campbell because bruce campbell is awesome but i mean really to get back to the um, wrinkle in time there's so many things wrong with that movie although cinematically storyline i mean first you you attacked me about it's just a kid it's a kid's movie it's a kid's movie but just because it's four kids doesn't mean it should be the worst thing you've ever seen i mean this movie as a whole just to quickly summarize it it's about teleporting to different places in the universe quickly by folding time. Unfortunately, the narrative of how they fold time is through love. It's it's so outrageous. I'm pretty and, sure Starship Star Lord did that in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy too. <laughs> yeah, and so they spent half the movie talking about how they want to go to this magical place and to get there. And she's looking for her dad. So they're going through all this all this talk and they're using all this big science jargon words that make no sense. The movie makes no sense. There's a six-year-old that knows everything about everything and he makes no sense. And then they're like, we'll just use love. We'll get there. And they use love just to find these Oracle people that are insane and they will look weird and they're great actors doing insane things. And then there's God Oprah. I mean... Everything about this movie is either confusing. Oprah is kind of like. (laughs) Know who she played in the movie? Who? Herself. Well, yeah. She was larger than life, talking down to people and talked about how great Oprah talks down to people. Yes. Oh my goodness, we might have to have an Oprah episode now somehow. (laughs) But I don't know. I have to see about the more more I watch this video games and and I was like, oh, they're gonna throw over a hundred million dollars at it. And okay, they use special effects for everything. And their characters do nothing in the movie. And then this kid in the beginning, he's like, why are you, why are you here? I just, I don't know. I just felt like I should be here. That was his response, his actual response in the so movie. So it was a lack of character motivation, really. The script was complete garbage. The, the, can we, can we just at least say this? Okay. Uh, Cause I want to get you on a good point with Oprah because the greatest thing Oprah's ever been in was the boondocks. Do you remember the Oprah episode for the boondocks? Yes. On a final note of why <laughs> I, I hate Wrinkle in Time, but Oprah, she gets a pass because of the boondocks. Of the boondocks. I, I, I absolutely agree. You got to give props so, and props. Besides due, my, all my anger of that movie, I'm also, I'm starting to prep for C2E2. I'm starting to get my comics in order. Oh, yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting Anything to, you're looking to get signed this year? Everything. 
Like DC is just dropping everyone. Jim Lee's going to be there. Nice. Tom King's going to be there. I mean, they're just dropping all the biggest artists and they're doing like sneak peeks for different movies. For those of you who don't know, C2E2 is uh, Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. C2E2. I'm impressed you knew that. What? <laughs> Look, man, if you're going to go and blurt something, I got to like, you know, at least let the audience know what's going on. Because I mean, dude, we got like people like listening everywhere. And yeah. honestly, there's someone in Chicago and I would highly recommend C2E2, especially if you're local, because that that event last year we went, we had a blast. Was that it, last year we went? Yeah. And then That's this year good. I'll be going back and I'll be spending a lot of time in the video game area and I'll be passing out cards to just to kind of check out our podcast. I'll be telling people about what we do. And I'm also looking just to, to talk to people, to get some experiences that I can share later on the show. Are you going dressed up as anything? I haven't decided because... It's one thing to go with a bunch of guys and just hanging out partying, but now this year I'm going with my wife and my newborn, <laughs> and I'm going to have both a harness on me to carry the baby, and I'm and I'm going to have a diaper bag. So if you see a guy with a baby walking around, just go up and talk to him about his podcast. Then there, there's a, sm- there's well, a small chance do- I'm going to be ash, you know and I'm going to dress should- my daughter up as Pikachu. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. It's too easy. Really? Oh, that would be good. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought that you would have gone with like a uh, uh, space person. From like I don't know one of the crew members of uh, Alien, and then just do her, make her chest burger. <laughs> yeah, have her burst out of your chest, man. That would be great if I had the time or energy to make a costume like that. <laughs> well, but, but uh, let, let's get let's over what I'm really it. talking about. What have you been up to, man? Uh, oh man, um, I finally got because uh, I mean I think it was last episode I was talking about it was last episode maybe the episode before I was talking about handhelds. Yeah, finally got a handheld. No way. Yeah? What did you get? I got a PSP, man. Oh, so I'm glad you made it back to 2007 to pick one up. Yeah, I didn't go for the Vita. I managed to uh, score a PSP off of a buddy of mine who was like, he was uh, dumpster diving. He's like, yeah, I found a PlayStation 3. I was walking by. I was just sitting right out by the dumpsters. He's like, I took it. And there was a PSP there. And I'm like, you don't want the PSP? And he's like, no. I'm like, what do you want for it? He's like, chicken wings. I'm like, shh. Sure. That really shows you the value of a PSP at this point. Dude, well, it came with... Um, it holds books up if you really like if you lean it just right. <laughs> it came with four games. Uh, the battery was shot on it, but it had like one of those like little battery packs on the back of yeah. it. And then um, announcer for the show, Canada, that you heard at the start. I'm going to go now. I'm going to have him uh, help me uh, rig out the memory card to go and just optimize it for full use for everything. So. Well, also, after you get a power source for it. Uh, no, I have a power source. Like you said, it didn't work. No, it works. I just don't have a battery. I have like a battery pack. Oh, okay. So it's like third party. Like it's thick enough to be a screen protector and then you flip it around back and it counts as a backup battery pack. And I I totally support the PSP to be honest because that before the 3DS, I think that was the last handheld I had. And I went, I went to Europe on a trip and I used that thing constantly on the, on all the, the plane rides and everything else. And I loved it. I had had a lot of great JRPGs for it at the time and it just, it felt good. But then the battery dies too fast. I've just been playing Genesis Classics on there, which I'm not really doing anything outside of my normal gaming for that. that so. I'm not surprised at all. It's, did you get around to playing Overwatch? I did. Actually, I got a new character that was pretty fun. Um, What's her name again? Oh, man. Was it Bridget? No, it's Brigitta. I'm sticking with that. I don't care what anyone says. That's what I'm calling her. <laughs> You're okay. totally wrong. Yeah, I know. But just shut up. So what is, what is she? Uh, so she is... It's weird because she is deemed as a support character, so she's in healer class, 
and she's got like a little mini Ryan shield. She can do a charge that stuns. Uh, she does melee damage, and then it does like almost uh, Lucio's like boosted heal to everyone around. I'm waiting for her to get nerfed. She's definitely gonna get nerfed. Well, I remember when we played it, it was like six v six, and we could use any character that and chaos mode or whatever. Just a whole bunch of, and it's like a troll train from Shadowrun where there's just everyone's using the same character all boosting each other and I'm, making it impossible. I miss that first person shooter Shadowrun, man. That's such a good game. Way yeah. way underrated. I, I don't know, man. I. I, I kind of agreed. Like I said, I I will always think Shadowrun was Overwatch before Overwatch. I, I, I feel like it has enough characteristics of Overwatch that it deserves some kind of respect as as, as for jumping into that kind of like that uh, competitive shooter scene. Yeah. I mean they were they were they came out with an online only game where you picked classes. That's the whole reason why I bought that, because I've got three sixty and I got live and I was like this game says online only, and I'm like, shoot, I'll pick it up, and I freaking love that. How many copies of that do you think I've bought over the years? I don't to know. Just spread around. You're to definitely that. You've bought more than Meyer has. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I mean, let's get real. The reason we're here today is we're here to talk about Tomb Raider. And, well, because last and week we went to go see a movie. Yeah. Yep. And man. I mean, before we even really get into Tomb Raider, we really should mention the fact that we've seen a lot of video game movies over oh, the years. Oh my goodness. And we know a lot of other people have too, and it's kind of like the joke of the Hollywood industry that if you make one, you're going it's it's going to be your worst movie. It's weird cuz they're they're trying to capitalize off of the fact that they have a built-in audience for it, but it being a interactive medium to a passive medium where it's like, "Oh, I played this game. This is a great moment. This is a great part. This is something that I personally experienced." It's almost like trying to watch your um like your life story, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like based on these events and you're like I was there, I lived that and then you go and watch it and you're like that's not how it happened. One of my favorite things more recently about video game movies, someone recut uh Saving Private Ryan and made it a Call of Duty movie. They made like a fake trailer for it. Yeah. And People believed that it was a coming soon Call of Duty movie and it and it was straight up cuts from Saving Private Ryan. And people, yeah, all those Call of Duty people, people jumped on people it. People don't understand. People don't know. Like, okay, how old is Saving Private Ryan now? It's got to be, what, maybe 15 or some more years? It's probably more than that. Yeah. But the fact that nobody knows old enough medium, or uh, old enough movies anymore, because nobody rents, uh, like, people don't really rent stuff anymore. People don't watch things on movies. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still people that do and people buy stuff, but I don't think anyone buy stuff for like the special features, the behind the scenes, all that stuff and fully knows every intricate in and out part of a movie anymore. There's still a f- few small patches of people that do, but I mean, you can go and you can take, that's the weird thing with the internet and how everyone can discover yeah. and explore and find anything. You can take a movie and take their deleted scenes and ultimately make a new movie out of oh, that yeah. for and a trailer. You see, and you I see it all the time. You that's what I they mean, did. you even see it with like the new Avengers movie that's coming out. People are just taking the '90s cartoon and chopping it up and making it into the trailer for Infinity War, and, awful. It, and it works. That's the scary part: is people are actually smart enough to make those kind of things work. I don't know if I, I agree with you about Saving Private Ryan, just because that's one of those like really big movies Doesn't that matter. kind of define people. People don't know that stuff and, anymore and digital man. media has taken over like i know a lot of people that just straight up rent from itunes or you know do all sorts of things you don't get the special features so you're not getting the full package of the movie there's a thing when you go and purchase a movie i mean we went into our like physical versus yeah. digital and yeah. this could that could be applied to mo- movies as except well. I, I feel like it's already been digital's already won 
on on movies and music. I, I, feel, I feel like now... Special features, though. As soon as someone figures out a way to deliver where you can get special features for anything that you own digitally, I think that Have that Have you ever bought a, a movie on iTunes? No. So how do you know that doesn't already exist? Uh, because I don't know. It, it, it I exists. Don't. Well, when it started out, it wasn't <laughs> that way. Okay, You got to remember, I still was like, oh, I can't play Braid because of uh, I'll have to show DRM. You my, I'll have to show you my Apple TV. Uh, you and your we have the sweetest... Because kids' movies, I, I kid you not... If there's one thing digital medium is made for, it's for kids' movies because you can't scratch them and you can't lose them and you can't put them in the wrong case. Oh. So perfect. So the, we, we buy all of our digital movies for kids because they just pop on the Apple TV. They can pick whatever movie they want and they just hit play. It, it's great for them. But really the video game stuff we need to get back to because, yes. man, like even my first experience with video game movies, I remember the Mario Brothers movie. I mean, it, it was iconic well, because of the name. I'm, I'm going to pause because sure everyone has, everyone knows Tomb Raider is the current thing. So let's, yep. let's, let's do that. And then let's jump back into our history of stuff because what did you think of the movie? We won't give really any spoilers, but I'm going to spoil some of it. Don't you dare. You have to. Don't know. There are, I, I'm not going to respect the audience. I'll respect it to a point there. I, I will mention characters, but I, that movie is it's 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 generic enough where by talking about some of the plot you're not giving away the movie or that's the experience. fine that's what i'm hoping for i don't want you to be like uh, guess what it was so and so in the end <laughs> you know what i mean except there is no so and so but still like i don't want you pulling one of those crappy things stay till after the credits the butler did it so you can see the end and no extra credits yeah Oh yeah, there was no extra credit scene. No, we actually waited. And I, yeah, <laughs> okay, so so we went to go see it. Was it last weekend? Last right? Friday, yep. and everything. And was it last Friday? It was Man, last Friday. I, they, we saw it on we, we saw it on its release date. On a side note, I want to point out that no one was sick this week at the start of the show. Also, oh yeah, we made it a whole week. I, I called that. I called that. Look at us. We're healthy. We're back on track. Jinxed. <laughs> so yeah, so we went and saw Tomb Raider. And now, had you seen the previous movies? Yeah, because there was two other yeah, ones. Angelina with Jolie movies. Angelina Jolie, yep. Yep, and when I saw both of them, they were about as generic as any action movie could be. Like those movies, I don't even feel like identified with video games. They were just action movies that had the video game name, which I thought was kind of fine. I mean, the only thing I felt like the old ones really stole, or not stole, they they used from the adaptation was the dual guns, mm-hmm. which I they made a decent deal of. And her appearance, I don't even know if the appearance really fit. No, dude, like, she, she had of, short shorts on. Did she? Was oh, that. yeah. So they, they went. Angelina Jolie was a sex symbol around that time too. She and had, Billy Bob Thornton yeah, was her. Uh, yeah, I mean they, they picked her for obvious her reasons, dude. but go Billy uh, Bob. Of those reasons, I just feel like they didn't. They were they worried more about making an action movie than a video game movie, which I feel like now with this new one, they were like from the start, they're like they announced announced Alicia Vikander to be Tomb Raider. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, I should say. Yes. And I'm like, she's perfect. She looks like the character. She's a great actress. And she doesn't have the build of a model. She has a build. Dude, she she does not have... I'm giving you looks right now. Because, dude, come on, man. Ex Machina. I, Yes. I loved her in that. Uh, I'm sure you did. But what I'm saying is, Tomb Raider, she was kind of... She had that sex symbol act to her in, in the early days. Alicia Vikander does not have that. She's not known for her sex appeal in the movie she's been in. She's she's a really good actress that that does really heavy drama movies. Uh, Ex Machina, a great movie, but you don't really see a Ex lot Machina of her. Ex Machina oozes sexuality, but you don't see her body in that way. Well, yeah, because it, it's robotic. <laughs> and what everything, uh, 
the uh, the Stephen Hawking movie. Oh, the Theory of Everything. The theory of Everything. You know, she was in that movie. She was great in that movie. But you take an actress that does those kind of things instead of what Angelina Jolie did. Like, she was, was attracted to a nerd in both those movies, though. I just want to point out that <laughs> she was. And at one point in time, if you played the original Tomb Raider games back then, when video games were not cool, you were a nerd. So she's always like, I'm not going to say pandering to the nerd audience, but come but, on, that's what makes her sexy is the fact that it's like, oh, she likes smart people. And oh, crazy. she's in a video game She's movie? also the same age, or on our age. Oh, she likes Stephen Hawking? She was our age when she first seen Tomb Raider. So she actually has at least some firsthand experience of seeing those games as they came out. So... I don't know. I felt like when they first announced Do you her, think she played the games to go and get into the role? She played the games before she even had the role. She's openly talked Has about she how, she, how okay. she's a fan of the series, which made me really happy because they, they found a good actress who cares and is committed to the role. I think the only other person that I can think of that even remotely did that and did not get uh, a well-defined character role was uh, the character of Rain by Michelle Rodriguez in the original uh, oh. Resident Evil. Yeah, well, she was but, like they they would play the game like while they were waiting in between scenes and stuff. A, a better one would probably be I think Alicia Vikander. I think she's married to Michael Fassbender. Is she really? Yeah, and he was committed to making Assassin's Creed, where he even helped produce it. That's right, he was. And that. he was a big fan of that series, and I still think that movie turned out pretty well for a video game franchise that took several games to explain kind of a basic storyline he tried to commit to it for a two-hour movie well i think they're kind of doing that with a uh, tomb raider aren't they also because yep. like this this tomb raider movie is not based on any of the other previous stuff it's based on the newer games the first i would say the second reboot of the games technically because there was okay we'll run through the timeline roughly chronologically it was tomb raider tomb raider 2 uh three i want to say chronicles and then, um, oh man, there's about five games in the series uh, as a whole. It was no, it was Last Revelation. Then it was Chronicles. Then they did um, and you're PlayStation all, Two stuff. How many ums are there in the Tomb Raider series? You know what, man? I actually, I think I'm sorry about the ums, everyone. I feel like uh, I owe everyone an apology, but I got a theory that if well, people we're turn turning this into a drinking game eventually. Exactly. So. Once this turns into a drinking game, just count those. Uh, so, Angel of Darkness was on PlayStation 2. Then they did like a reboot of it on there. Yep, Legend. Legend. And then after that, they did. Uh, they started this series, which was it like four years ago now? Five years ago? Well, what they, so what they did was they did 3, Legends, right? Anniversary. And then they, <laughs> even on Underworld. And then they went into the 2013 Tomb Raider to skip all like the mobile and the, the weird spinoffs. Yeah. But the, the main series, I feel like, really rebooted hard in 2013 because not only did they make a new PlayStation 3 game... But it was a completely different style of game, too. And Origin. They, they redid the Origin. They used some traits of the old one, but they reinvented that character to fit the modern era of video games and did an incredible job at it. Also, I think we need to point out something that is uh, just... Because it was controversial at the time of the game coming out. The sex appeal of the like sixteen or thirty-two bit Laura Croft. They reduced her cup size, and everyone was well. Talking and that's what I was kind of talking about with Angelina Jolie versus Alicia. Is that that's a big fact too? That people gave is the them, body type. Well, that's when they first casted her. People were like, "That's not her." Yeah, it is. She's like, you don't have to have big boobs to enjoy this. Exactly. Like, and that I feel like that's also a was modern, that actually her statement? Not word for word, but <laughs> you know. And I feel like that's really important that this game has modernized the character 
and it also shows strong characteristics of what the original game wanted to be, but was unable to because of technology. Technology at the time, at the time. absolutely. So, so really, in 2013, they launched this game. We have Tomb Raider, where she not only has an origin of she's she's going to an island, the Devil's Triangle, and she goes through all these pivotal obstacles and finds you know the goal at the end. Not to spoil anything in that way. But what this did is it hunting an artifact classic because a lot of those pull from the uh, whole the adventure series pulls a lot from, I would say, Indiana Jones. Yep. And I and I agree. Or in in this particular case, it would be Uncharted as well, because Uncharted Uncharted has more recently, I think, oh, nine or was it oh seven? Whatever it is, Uncharted was definitely one of those games. It was kind of the pinnacle adventure game that was of 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 the modern generation of gaming. So now Tomb Raider comes out to kind of compete with that. And the story was so good in the, in the, in the 2013 game. And I, I use 2013 a lot because it's, it has the name Tomb Raider, which is also this name of the very original game. So it, to me, it helps define that game from the original game. But I, I see that story is it was such a sound origin story that with all the superhero movies nowadays, it's not a bad idea to actually make one of these video game movies with a solid origin. Because you can't make Resident Evil. A lot of these ones have these crazy like heroes in them. Well, games have such an expansive lore too. And I mean, okay, the comic book movie thing, right? That's yep. been happening lately. I mean, there's Tomb Raider comic books too. Yeah. But when you go and when they were taking from comic books for when they started doing the Marvel and the newer DC stuff, uh, specifically Marvel, I'll talk for. They have literal decades upon decades of source material where they can cherry pick all the best stuff and tomb raider i mean we listed off what like 10 games roughly before they got 90, to- 96 was the first game so you're looking at roughly 20 they years did of five, source material they did five on the playstation one so each one of those with their own individual story and everything once you pick and mix and match and everything you can get a very nice clean coherent story out of that and make it you know really engaging for the audience yep and i I was glad that you had actually played at least some of the original because i first played that game when i lived with you so you kind of saw the experience as i saw the experience and you were able to play different parts of the game and see me play parts of the game so now that you've walked in and seen the movie how did how do you really feel that it kind of earned and owned that tomb raider like as a video game movie i thought it was good I uh, I will say that it was it was good in it was good in an adaptation sense is the best way I can put it. It was true to the source material. Yes, I, it was, I would say, and that's the thing with the way that the story played out with the end and tying up loose knots and explaining more of what's going on and it feels like they're going to do another one. Yep. Um. So that that satisfied you as far as the story thing goes. Um. Me being a film guy going to film school. Yep. <laughs> I'm now going to get into a little bit of a heinous rant here. The cinematography in some aspects were good, but holy shit, was it cliched? Oh yeah. It, it felt like action movie, the trope. They, oh, <laughs> they never gave you a chance to breathe. There's a point where if at any point, any of the characters just looked at the camera and said, Hey, it's a video game movie. Do you remember that? I would have been like, ah. And, and it did do like a, a lot of those. It's like, a color puzzle. Oh, oh, yeah. So when you think of it like the, the original game, I feel like there's a lot of memorable scenes. And I felt like they did a really good job owning up to those memorable scenes. But what I can say that they didn't do with those memorable scenes is shoot them well. If I were to have a problem with this movie, 
it would not be that I felt like they didn't respect the material. My problem would be that they didn't get a artist that knew how to respect it on on film. I, I think that the cinematography was kind of to be desired because a lot of what the original Tomb Raider had in it with the exploration, because that was one of the first really 3D games. Yep. I mean, it was kind of refined on the PlayStation. If I recall correctly, it was originally built for the Sega Saturn. That was it, kind of buggy. I believe it. And uh, so when the PlayStation version came out, it was kind of like the defiant version because it was cleaned up. They had more time to work on yep. it and develop it and everything. And they built 3D almost in a grid-based system. So it's like you could kind of see the puzzles. You could see where you would have to shimmy, where you climb. Uh, there was a button dedicated to jump. The movement was a little wonky, but it was all about then performing these acrobatic feats and everything. Yep. Like the second Tomb Raider game is one of my favorite. It's the discovery meets platforming a little bit in the it in is. the 3D environments. Because it is. early on, even my experiences with the early games was, hey, uh, my first one was when we played the PlayStation Underground demo. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, that was huge. It, it just throws you into a cave. It doesn't explain anything. You're just in a cave. You have to get from this point to this point. But you don't know how, and there are tigers. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, the tigers. So it like throws in the element of, hey, you have a gun with ammo, you have tigers, and you have to get to this point. But we're not telling you how to get to that point, which but at that time was pretty. The way that the innovative. camera worked for that, for when you go and run and make a jump and grab onto something, it was kind of climactic because you'd have to jump and hit a hold, like a hold button to grab onto yep. a ledge. So when you're doing these jumps, and there's a delay on the jump too, it was almost like Castlevania, like yeah. um. Simon Belmont's whip where it's like there's a two second delay. So anything you did had to be intentional, which made it feel like, yeah, it's sloppy at first. But as soon as you like get the feel for it and understand it, you are executing these flawless moves because you know the moveset, the character, the way that yep. everything flows. So you're jumping and you're like reaching out and the camera does this like side half pan out. Yep. And you're like, oh, man, I really hope I grab onto this ledge. And then when you do, you're like, oh, thank goodness. There was the excitement yeah, and, of it. And to even bring it back to the movie, that exact thing, like one of the scenes was the memorable, the broken down plane. Yeah. Where she she makes the extended grab where it was like that. It panned out a little bit and showed her making the grab, which was good. But then there were other parts where it was really terribly paced, where I, like you mentioned, things were just happening so quickly. Like the idea of like the Tomb Raider games where you go into a room and then you have time to figure out the puzzle. I felt they like they threw you in a room. They threw her in one room for one puzzle. There was no establishing shot is the issue. Yep. Is you go into a situation and instead it just hits you it was like it was like watching quick time events. But yep. you're always oh, and, gonna and win. You know, honestly, that's exactly what it felt like. It was like a telltale game mm-hmm. where it runs like you're doing a puzzle in a telltale game where it's like, oh, here, oh, that didn't work. Here, that didn't work. Oh, this has to be it, and it and it works. Yes, and it's like it never. And there's like, there's no back to there's no think. danger to that. If you pulled it out and go, hey, here's the scenario. Let the person figure it out, and then once it's figured out, what you need to do is you need to make an action sequence of how do we get to the solution because that way it's still keeping it entertaining. Do you think Indiana Jones did that though? Oh, absolutely. Because here's I, the thing. You, I don't have a ton of experience okay, with Indiana Jones. Then we'll break down the first scene for Indiana Jones. He rolls up, right? Yep. Temple of Doom. Classic boulder sequence. Yep. Yep. Everyone okay, so, knows it. So he rolls up. I mean, you've at least played it in Yeah, I've seen enough Indiana Jones so to, to know some He rolls up. Stuff. You see the golden idol, yep. right? You see him. He goes, oh, man, I want this. Even his approach up, you see like 
a dude like embedded in the wall because of arrow traps, right? Yep. And he's like, oh yeah, foot pedals. So he on ana- the floor. he analyzes. He the room. analyzes. He yep. actually goes and observes this thing. They show without telling you. He's not going. Hmm. I bet you there's traps here. And it felt like the tropey thing with Tomb Raider. It's like, of course, it's the red shirt guy that just walks on some trap. Yes. Like completely red shirt in reference to Star Trek people that they send down the planet just to die every episode. Yep. And it's like one of those things where you just. I didn't know things were going to happen because of the video game. I knew things were going to happen because I've seen enough bad action movies. Yes. And it's like, you're just, you're following this pattern, not because the video game gave you the pattern. It's because you've, you've just made all these terrible action movies, like tropes. It's like, oh, your sidekick character. I mean, the sidekick, in 2013, the game that they did, they had a couple like side characters. They had this like heavy set guy. And he was like kind of the guy that got in trouble a lot that Laura had to constantly save. But he was genuinely had personality. This guy that See you have. See the fat funny friend? Yeah. Fat funny friend is exactly what it is. But through the the whole game though, you, you still you feel alone and you're really focusing on Laura. They ruined that with the movie. I mean, now, is I don't it Laura or is it Laura? It depends on what country you're from. Right. <laughs> so if if I were to spoil one thing about the movie, it's really the dad. Okay, the, the hold whole, on, hold on. No, not even hold on, no, dude. No, <laughs> no, I'm going to pump your brakes here, okay? Because I'm going to give at least props because we were talking about cinematography. Let me let me close up on that. So cinematography, and I didn't give into my other rant. Give me two rants, and then we'll get to the dead because <laughs> I want to get to the dead, believe me. So uh, while we're on that, the uh, crane scene where she's running through the... Uh, boat dock area yep. and everything and jumps and grabs the crane arm yep. and like it booms out and she swings yep. that was beautifully executed cinematography wise i think that was in the trailer i'm pretty it, sure it was. was also in the game and you know what did it feel like it it did for me as a fan of it you but see someone that had not played the game would not have noticed but here's the thing cinematography wise it was just as beautiful and i've i've seen both i didn't get to experience that through the gameplay but i saw you do yep. it like i caught a glimpse i'm like oh that's kind of cool but seeing that actually cinematography or cinematically, that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Back to the uh, thing about the puzzles real quick, because got to yep. get into puzzles real quick. Yes. Indiana Jones was, he's sitting there at the idol, right? And you see him and he goes, okay, he needs that. He knows that it's going to be in trouble. He knows that it's weighted based on the platform that it's on. So he does the sandbag trick. Yep. He gives you, okay, here's the puzzle. We know how to solve it. I'm going to solve. But once you solve... Something has to go awry, and then it turns into an action sequence, and that's where it's good. Yep, and they could have learned a lot from that in particular. So showing the audience without telling them, letting them figure it out on their own, having her do it the right way, but something goes horribly wrong because maybe, you know, the triple F or, you know, some idiot that they're with, the red shirt or whatever, screws it up, and then they have to react and use their physical prowess to escape from the dangerous situation. That's how it should have gone. Now, speaking of characters that screwed things up in the movie, let's get to the dad. You mean the dad that's not even in the game? The is he really not? Yeah, he's not in the game. So that was a whole added for oh, the yeah. movie. They they made the movie significantly worse by adding something they didn't even need. Huh. So the dad in the movie is kind of the whole plot of the movie. Laura's out looking for her father. Now, if you pl- if you really think about who Laura Croft is, she's in the newer games. She's a strong, independent woman. She's dope. And, and she's smart and she can handle herself. In the movie, they demonstrated a few of those things by f- demonstrating her first kill. 
which mm-hmm. it was oh, a power that was it was that a powerful was beautifully beautifully her, brutal but they, that they was showed, absolutely what it needed to be they showed her handling her first injury how she had to first get injured through escape but also reclaiming her strength by by just painting through it yep now in the game you do those things on your own they didn't need to add the dad to take away from her okay so there there's we'll go and we'll talk a little bit about like I said, slight yeah, spoiler, slight but spoiler. they're not things that will damage what you think of the movie by the end so of it. So her dad disappears, roughly, and you get most of the storyline through the dad through flashbacks, and the acting is just atrocious. Like, I don't know why, but it's the dad interacting with young Laura, explaining stuff. He kind of comes off as like a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And then she gets information, figures out like a little mini puzzle box, which, you know, which is, which is fine because they, they they needed a way that he could communicate through to his daughter using something that he only, she would know, which I would, I I was fine with that. The movie up to the introduction of the modern father, the modern, modern day on Island father. Yes. So she goes to this Island or she goes to try to find this Island gets, uh, shipwrecked and everything. And then finds out that, you know, there's more going on this island with other people trying to get this thing that her father was researching that his father claimed that her father claimed was um like supernatural and see all now this you're weird now thing. you're explaining too much just well, dude talk about the father what, so, what anyway, didn't you like about the father so himself? she gets so she gets injured she patches herself up and then we discover that the father's on the island. He's sitting there, like, trying to take care of her. Well, first of all, can we talk about the beard? No, dude, don't even, we don't even need to I'm do that. I'm so pissed about uh, that okay. beard. There, there's there's a lot of small character traits that the dad has that are just frustrating because they they completely defy it what, takes what a away, normal person would do. Well, it takes away from her strength and her character and her, like, I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, a social justice warrior and everything, but... In this movie, she's a strong, independent woman. She's awesome. She's badass. Like yep. she can handle her own. She's dope as you know. But then they end up changing that and be and like, then Dad the comes dynamic to the completely changes when the father's there. And you know, if the father's not even in the game at all, you are now diminishing the character by having that father figure there. She can handle her own. She can take care of herself. She can rescue people. She can. Yep. You know, go through tombs. She can escape traps. And ex- especially the the. The temple stuff, like where she actually handles the puzzles, because the intelligence, she she is the next generation Croft. Yeah, she is better than her dad. Why the hell is she taking any like glances or hints from the dad? Yeah, it's just like oh no, he's just looking at her. He's like, you got it, you got it, honey. That's it. And it's like, what was the point of that? Just let her solve it. She's wicked smart, wicked smart. Yep. (laughs) Sorry, I gotta go to my Boston. Don't ever do that again. That was wicked smart. Watch the pod. Now you're just insulting people with some terrible accent. Okay, you know what, uh, dude. Oh. Okay, so just to wrap up the Tomb Raider movie, I, we both kind of felt like it really hit the right spot with a lot of a lot of the the source material. But what it did wrong was the dad. I mean, I can't think of. And you the, said the cinematography. The reason. The reason why. Yes, I would say as a whole. Sorry, I've ranted. You go. Yeah, take it over. I, otherwise, I want to yell. Come on. We we basically summarized this as we had. I think the pacing was bad. You said the cinematography was bad. Some parts were good, like the yeah. the the first kill and yeah. the the crane and the some of the jumps were a little extravagant. But overall, but. you could tell it was kind of like it. It could have. It, you saw potential that didn't come through by the end of the movie because of of stupid tropes and small mistakes. And the dad. 
I, yes. I, I'm not gonna like go. I'm that not dad, gonna like go the dad either. <laughs> I left that movie like, man, that dad was just the worst. And you cut him just, out of the movie. You wouldn't even notice that movie would be. I would say forty percent better. Like if you just put him through narration, where she walked around reading the journal every so often. Oh, there you, you go. You, you know, you would you would have had Done. it just fine. But no, they went the wrong way with it. But you know, we've fallen for this trap now, and we we've fallen for it before. I mean, my my. Biggest memorable experience with video game movies was especially the first Resident Evil movie. Okay. And I, at that time, Resident Evil was just the hottest thing. Uh, like, I loved Resident Evil. I loved everything about Game wise, it was the hottest thing. No, even I read the books. Okay. And th- there was just enough things that I was like, I was the super fan. At, th- at that time, I was like, I am ready to see this movie. All right. I'm going to wrap I'm gonna wrap up Tomb Raider then. Perfectly adequate, would you say? Perfectly yes. adequate. Okay. Good. Moving on. I need to close. I need to close doors, man. So, <laughs> Resident Evil books. How many books were out at the time? I think I read like at least there six was of like them. there was there was a whole bunch of books, but the books were also chronicling the stories of before and after uh, the events of the three games at that point in time. Because I don't think the fourth game had released. It. No, fourth four game was. It doesn't, it, dude. It doesn't matter. The video game came out. I loved it. And then they were like, we're making a Resident Evil movie. I was ecstatic walking into that movie. They didn't respect the source material the slightest. And I left. I was like, I liked it, but I wanted something completely different going into that. What did you What did you expect walking in there, though? It's a video game movie. Every time, though. When you use the trailer and show the, the mansion. Yeah. I immediately want the mansion. I want that as a From character. From the original Resident Evil The mansion game. needs to be a character because it was the main character in the first Resident Evil game. I guess I wanted a little bit more explanation on the hive. that They, they had this crazy hive thing. But overall, I'm going to say Resident Evil, they did a, it was a decent movie. And then every movie that progressively came after the first Resident Evil Just movie. Just lost it more and more. I it, think by the third one, they jumped the shark. Was that extraction where they were in like in the desert yes, fighting yes, zombie were, birds? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, it got so. And absurd. she had superpowers with flamethrowers or and clones. bubble shields because we had to go to clones. It so. did start to clones there. I actually don't think I went past that one, but well, you you annually yeah, still supported. I I, I, su- I supported all of them because it got to the point where it was more of going to see a comedy because they owned it. After so many movies, they started owning what they were. And and it was like the Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. For, for what the Fast like and the Furious movies. became yep. is definitely what I would say the Resident Evil movies were prior. It's yep. like seven or eight in a series. Clearly has gone on too long. Is over the top, and they're just trying to one up each other every single time. Yep, and you know that's why they're the most successful franchises because they saw what they were becoming and they just owned it and ran with it. But then you have other series that in the past that I feel like we've just constantly. Anything Uwe Boll made, he's the worst director. We in don't. Hit, worst director in history who somehow got enough like licenses, or not licenses, he got enough permission to make all those video game movies that were horrible. I but, heard that in The Name of a King and Dungeon Siege Tale was like his best work. And I've never even heard of that one. I but I I did see House of the Dead. Let oh, me tell you. That was so bad. And it's <laughs> you know what I love about House of the Dead though? When they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to this island, and there's a rave, and there's, like, a giant, like, Sega-sponsored banner, and when they show the rave sequence, there's, like, maybe 40 people at this thing, tops. <laughs> there's, like, nobody on this island. Oh, yeah. But even before that movie, like, some of my early experiences, Street Fighter. 
Oh, Mortal man. Kombat. I mean, the list just goes on of all these Super ones. Super Mario Brothers movie. And that was my first one. I was like, what What did I expect as a young kid seeing that movie? Can we talk about Double Dragon also? I've never seen that one. You've never seen the Double Dragon movie? It's so bad. They got this whole sequence where they're driving through the streets. There's no driving sequence in the Double Dragon game. And yet they got the uh, the Dragon Wagon is what it's called. <laughs> the Dragon Wagon. <laughs> so dope. And, you know, they keep making these movies. And I don't know how they got hooked on making movies about fighting games. Because those are the ones that have the least story. But you got to remember, competitive games were popular at the time. Yeah, Street it Fighter was, 2 was the biggest thing ever Street for Fighter a long 2 time. hit the market. Everyone went nuts for it. And then Mortal Kombat went for it with the gore. They did, what, two Mortal Kombat movies. They were yep. supposed to do a third one. They did a web series that actually got some really good traction. And I think yep. they did two seasons of that. And Mortal Kombat, I didn't see it that bad. For some reason, I didn't think that one was that bad. But every time I just think back to video game movies, they just they have a horrible history. And they, like even the newest one, uh, Wow, World at War, or World of Warcraft. World, World of Warcraft. So they come up with this big movie. It's it's made by Blizzard. You know they're even making their own directed movie. by uh, Duncan Jones, aka Zoe Bowie. It's David Bowie's kid, actually. Oh really? He also made the movie Moon. So with Sam know, Rockwell, he they're making they're even sponsoring their own stuff at this point. Well, and back which, in the day, it was always uh, like uh, it's the company like loaning out the rights and then them just having a thing on there and getting a cut of the profit or whatever. It was licensing before. Now, companies are actually investing their own money into yeah. it. Like we saw Square Enix straight up. Oh, on yeah. They, there. they made it very clear that Square Enix was the last name you saw before the before the start of the movie. And yes, they're, they're at least taking ownership of their assets. Well, it's kind of funny because the last time I think that because since video game movies never really have done very well, I'm surprised Square would put that much investment in, well, Square Enix now, yeah. put that much investment. Because I remember when uh, Advent, not Advent Children. Spirits Within. Spirit Within came out. Yeah. Final Fantasy. Everyone was like, oh man, it's Final Fantasy. And they were off the hype train of Final Fantasy VII. They were using technology. I still think that that movie holds up as a movie as a whole, but I think everyone expected Final Fantasy VII from it. And the CG in that really is not that yeah, bad. Yeah, their, ex- their expectations. Especially for the time. I mean, there are a lot of things with that right? movie, but I think the biggest problem with that movie is it just showed that just because you can create a game doesn't mean you can create a movie because they are very different talents. Oh, absolutely. And I think now they're starting to understand we can't make a, a movie, but we can help guide it. You can help facilitate it and provide the technology. Because I'm wondering if the water in Tomb Raider in the new one was also done by the Square Enix team. No, I, I honestly. Graphic wise. Because the water looked good. From what I for being from CG what I saw water in certain sequences, a lot of the interviews I I was listening to, they talked a lot about how Square Enix was really involved in the beginning with the scripting. It's like they they went through a lot of pandering about this should be in, this should be out, and there were things that how they, did they not cut the dad then? I'll I'll never know because they're not because they're not talented Hollywood people. That's why there you go. And somehow they felt oh that could work. No, it it didn't work at all. No, it really didn't. So I I don't know and I kind of like this I, I like the idea that we're sitting here talking about video game movies because there there are enough video game movies out there that we haven't really talked about allegedly because uh, the Mario Brothers movie is notoriously known for being bad some people like it friend of the show Ned loves it <laughs> um not to say it's a good movie no no you're an idiot Ned I love you but you're an idiot um but. We are allegedly getting a new Mario Brothers movie, right? And I actually think that's the first 
like solid idea that they've had they, for video game movies in a long time. They are hardcore protecting their property and have been because I think that's made kind by of the minions them. people. Yeah, so the minions people are supposed to be making a Super Mario Brothers movie, and with the uh, with the way that uh, let's just face it, uh, was it Ubisoft, right? Yep. Rabbits. No, rabbits. Yep. Rabbits is is it rabbits or rabbits? It's rabbits. 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 Mario plus rabbits. Mario plus rabbits. The rabbits are just minions in video game form. Like I'm surprised there was not a lawsuit at any I'm, point. In time. I'm surprised the rabbit movie didn't come before the Mario movie, honestly. Right. But you know, now that they're starting to see that they really shouldn't be live action, that video game movies should translate over an to Angry it. Birds movie, right? And it did really well. Did you watch that? I did. How it, was that? It did was you watch it, it, the kids? It, it was perfectly fine right. for a game about you're shooting birds at walls. Yeah. The movie was fine. And I, I think going this direction with Mario, and I, I actually heard that they're doing one with Sonic as well. And, you know, now they're moving in a direction where I actually see where not only do kids like animated movies, but parents that have to take their kids to see movies want to see movies that are about things that they liked as chi- as children as well. Because let me tell you, when I saw the Lego movie, I was just as excited as my Okay, kid. Lego movie was great. Did you see Lego Batman, though? I did. I, I loved it. I was not a fan. Really? I loved it. Why? They, it was funny. I mean, they own, they they own themselves as making fun of the Batman series. They made fun of everything. There were some good jokes in there. The movie, I, I I will fully defend that as one of the better Batman movies. I I thought it was great. Oh my goodness. No. We we can be different about that, but at the same time, it's still a Lego movie. Yes. Which which was nice to see. still blows my mind that Lego actually transitioned into animated movies successfully. Yeah. They You're, really did. Well, Lincoln it was Logs the, it was the stuff. <laughs> they didn't make it. Lincoln Logs didn't step up. Uh, army Men. There should still be an Army Men movie. They did. I mean, we got Wasn't Toy it, Story. No, it wasn't. It was that one. Was oh, that, Small Soldiers. Yeah, you Small Soldiers. Sar- Sar- Sarge's. Sarge's. Uh, <laughs> what was that one? Small. I can't think of it. The one that you have for 64. The soldier game where oh. you played as a toy soldier. Yeah. Sarge's. Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. Yeah, just all the Army Men games. I mean, that really kind of fell. It's kind of it, weird that that was a franchise that kind of fell off. I feel like that it, that would have worked done, for a while. I'm. It was a third person game too, right? But it was small soldiers. I mean, it in was. a lot of ways, I felt like it had the, especially Sarge's Heroes, because the Sarge character felt like the main bad guy. I agree. From from small soldiers, so I, I don't know. It kind of. It felt like it was kind of there. They were Tommy kinda, Lee Jones just felt oh, like it Tommy was Lee Tommy Lee Jones. Was Tommy I forgot Lee about that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, if you want to do more of these episodes, I'm I'm definitely game. Like, we, we during Tomb Raider, we also saw the trailer for Rampage. Oh the yeah, least likely yeah, IP that? to become a video game or to become a video game movie ever was the three monsters punching buildings, eating people. Yeah, I'm interested to kind of see how they do that, and I know that's gonna be bad. I know it's gonna be just. A classic flying werewolf disaster. Bruce. I know flying werewolf, and and I know what I think it would have worked really well before Pacific Rim existed. You think so? Because I I think big monsters had been absent from theaters for long enough. Like I know they just what recently did Godzilla, so they're kind of in King Kong, mm-hmm. but kind of something a little more original like Pacific Rim. I think Pacific Rim not only did have a great director, but some of its originality I think brought people to see it. And I, I think Rampage, although it's super crazy, it has the rock in it, which means it will automatically make its sell. money back. The rock always sells, yeah. which is amazing. He'll make $200 million on his, on his body all alone the money. being in the movie. Just give him all the money. Rock is great. Well, his most successful movie ever 
you know, are the Fast and the Furious movies, yeah. right? But then what uh, Jumanji 2 oh, yeah. has made, I think it has hit a billion dollars. No, it hasn't. Jumanji, has it really? Jumanji 2. If I had ever had to call a failure in the box office, Jumanji during Christmas time was going to completely bomb. Especially it came out like right after Star Wars. There's no way Jumanji 2 is going to compete with Star Wars. It decimated. <laughs> and it's still in theaters. It's on DVD. It's still running in some theaters. And it, it just shows you that if The Rock can... Uh, obviously, there was a star cast. The and, Rock puts ass in seats, okay? That's all it comes <laughs> down to. And he's getting people to see a flying werewolf fight a giant crocodile and a silver monkey. Yep. I mean, this movie is going to be ridiculous. But the game was so fun. The game was fun. And I got to say, I liked it on 64 the best because the load 64? times were cut down. Yeah, because oh. having having the game on a cartridge yeah. cut down on the load time like nobody's business. I think the only one I ever played was on what, Super Nintendo, right? Um, was it on Super Nintendo? Original NES, PlayStation. Was I mean, it? I don't I'm recall not, it ever I don't, I don't, on Super. I, I know I played it in arcade. Yep, I definitely played arcade because I mean, Lincoln Lane's uh, local bowling alley had oh, it. Oh wow! Yeah, they, they had. Oh. I used to play. I used to play Rampage and Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One. I used to play. How was that never a movie? I, I feel like they would have <laughs> done that because they did. What is it? Remember Doom with the Rock? The one time oh, that Rock I, doesn't put ass in seats <laughs> is Doom because in the trailer they show first person shooter. No, that was the hype. Everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, they got it!" Just but like Doom with the first person. Did the camera shooter. go first person in the movie? Yeah, the camera goes first person and it just looks like this. Like I watched the behind the scenes on that when it came out because. That's just what I do. And, and it was kind of cool how they shot it. But at the same time, it was just like, you just pretty much green screened it. And then just had to do like wave a gun in front of stuff. And uh, I don't know. And you know, that, that again, it goes back to just that, that hampered history about how video game movies can't be good. And now I'm kind of, I'm wondering now we have a wave of animated video game movies. Plus I'm still hearing there's going to be another Tomb Raider movie. Yep. So there's, there's potential there. But we also there's there's still a lot of great IPs. I know Sony has people working on both Uncharted and Last of Us movies. You know, it's inconsistent. Like they were saying that Tom Holland has been casted for Uncharted. Nice. I think he would do great in Uncharted, as long as Uncharted follows close enough to what Indiana Jones is, because you need the charisma of Nathan Drake. That is upfront the most important part of the movie. I think what we can kind of. Uh culminate here is the fact that the characters are what makes the game because the characters are what you're playing you spend the most so time you, with them you spend most time with them you have a connection to these characters you grow with these characters mm-hmm. as your skill set with the interaction of you controlling these characters gets better the character grows throughout the story and because of that you feel a connection to those characters so if those characters are not done right like when you introduce a dad two-thirds in the damn movie <laughs> back to the dead <laughs> i'm sorry man when you do that and you take away from the character it ultimately takes away from the audience member itself and i and i agree and we wanted to kind of reach out to you guys as as the audience we want you to actually let us know what movies you want to hear more about because i would actually be willing to go back and watch any number of these terrible movies for you guys as long as it's something we can kind of compare to the source material and, and give you a good show on. I'd be down. I'm, we should definitely do a double dragon. Because I know well, at now least... That I, now that I know it exists, I, I'm actually curious enough to sit down and watch it. I want to point out that you and I both love Double Dragon Neon because it's done by Way Forward, And yeah. I think that that is the definitive double dragon. So yeah. I would be down for going through yeah. and 
having so, audience pick. I, I, I'll, I'll put something up on Facebook. I, I want to hear what you guys think about different movies. I mean, I'll, I'll put some up there as examples, but I'd like to get just whatever you think is a good video game movie or not necessarily a good one, but an enjoyable video game movie. We're down to watch and talk about. So let us know about that. And also, just to talk back about, about Facebook, as you've seen more recently, we're getting a little more active and we're really reaching out to you guys, seeing what we can do for you guys. So I want to I want to ask you guys what do you want out of our Facebook group? Because we're we're looking to grow and cater to to our listeners and we can't do that without our listeners giving us some feedback. So see our reviews, see our videos on YouTube. Just talk to us. Let us know what we can do for you. Yeah, we uh we expanded out to uh YouTube so that way people had different ways to stream. I know a lot of you guys are on SoundCloud. We actually uh got it so we have statistics off SoundCloud. So we're actually figuring out where you guys are coming from. It's kind of cool. Um, but I mean, we got people like Ireland. I never expected anyone to listen from Ireland. I mean, yeah, being a, being a small time podcast, it, it's crazy to think that people are listening to us outside of our network. Yeah. So we're, we're only hoping to grow that network and, and really to understand who's listening to our show. So please let us know what we can do for you guys. And Definitely watch our polls and stuff because I'd, I'd like to really bring more more comments and stuff to the show. Not necessarily listener mail or anything. You can you can definitely reach us reach out to us through that. But if we post something, if it's worth bringing up, I'll totally talk about it on the show. We have a we have a wonderful format here that you guys are clearly digging on. We have all these topics to go into, but anything that you guys want to hear from us, let us know. I mean. We're up for growing. We're up for doing different things. And I would love to continue to do the movie thing because we could do... The Couch Trolls will take on any movie, oh, no matter man. how bad. I, I, that's my area of expertise, man. And you, uh, you understand movies. I understand how to make fun of them. Yeah. We got this. I think we can both agree, though, that we both know how to make fun of a dad. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> if, I, a, if a movie had to have dad issues, it had to be Tim Redder. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's our show for the week, man. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Couch Trolls Podcast. If you like this episode, you can find more on Facebook by searching Couch Trolls or on Twitter at Couch underscore Trolls. I'm your announcer, Canada Sanchez, with Brian doing the sound. Thanks for listening. <laughs>